You're listening to AACTE Presents, the University Principal Preparation Initiative, a podcast designed to inspire learning opportunities and educational partnerships to create highly trained and qualified principals who will influence and shape their learning communities. Brought to you by the Wallace Foundation. By now, we've discussed the need for open communication between districts and universities in order for districts to feel confident that the candidates can meet their needs, as well as for candidates to have received the training they need to be adequately prepared for their work in the field outside of the university classroom. But how exactly can prep programs go about meeting the various needs of the districts? And how can the needs be customized at the prep level when the needs of districts ranges so widely? It's something we've touched on throughout the podcast, but we want to take a closer look at how these adaptations can take place. And to help us understand this more, we're talking again with Doug Fisher, Professor and Chair of Department of Educational Leadership at San Diego State, as well as David Lorden, who has also been involved with leading the redesign efforts at San Diego State. David's background had a strong influence on his efforts with the UPPI program. My background in education started out as a high school English teacher. I went through the ranks and became a superintendent of a school district. So I had a lot of experience in the hiring of leaders. I think that positioned me to understand what districts are looking for when hiring leaders. And so moving to San Diego State four years ago really provided an opportunity to connect the district needs with principal prep programs. The San Diego Unified School District is quite large and a one-size-fits-all approach was not going to be effective here. Creating a flexible program that can meet the needs of a district whose needs indeed ranged widely was a complex task, but not an impossible one. Doug speaks more on this. It was more rare to say, there are 43 school systems in our county How do we make sure people are prepared to work in any one of those districts? And then some of the larger districts that do a lot of hiring, how do we ensure that they are prepared for that school system? So I think in the past it was, how do we average things out across the other 42 school systems versus how do we start to customize some experiences? How do we create option assignments where they would work within their school system? especially at the fieldwork level, how can we create experiences, maybe a menu? A criteria was developed to ensure the candidates are able to lead in the work and not just participate, resulting in a real authentic experience. And this required relationships with districts so that the school leadership was going to give the candidate access to the work that needed to be done. David shares one example of this. We now work with a district and we identify kind of a key lead person in that district to help us make field work what it needs to be. One of the things that we have is we do equity learning walks. So we really want our candidates to kind of be in a lead position of where are the equity gaps in the school in which you work? How do you know? What data did you look at? And What are you going to do to have an impact on those equity gaps? So pairing up candidates from different schools 
to walk in their buildings and, and look at the teaching and learning taking place has been just a phenomenal eye-opening experience for our candidates. And once they begin to see outside of their own personal classroom what is happening school-wide, then they become passionate about the work of equity. I think it comes down to every student deserves a great teacher, and not by chance, but by design. The equity piece is something we've talked a lot about in this podcast so far, as it's a major part of prep program redesign through UPPI. Alejandro Gonzalez Ojeda, assistant professor at San Diego State, has been heavily involved in the program redesign, along with David and Doug, and speaks more at length to these conversations between districts and universities regarding equity in the principalship. Having conversations with districts, and and we knew that the history of education has not been equitable. We have not addressed the needs of students. We have been punitive. Our system of education has not served these students well. And we recognized, particularly within our districts that we partner with here in Southern California, that we knew that we could do better, that we knew that we needed to do better. And we looked at our curriculum from our program, our leadership preparation program, and identified areas in which we could center on these equity dispositions, behaviors, and lenses for leaders to interweave it with what they need to learn to be leaders, right? There's the programmatic things, there are the policies, there are things that they're responsible to know when they step into the shoes of of a principal, they need to be able to run a school but they also need to be able to run a culture. They need to be able to develop climate. They need to be able to connect with the community, to their teachers. And so we recognized early on in the work that we needed to center on on this and define it and clarify it so that we would be on the same page going forward. And it took some time. It took a long time to come up with these. And so we took that as our call to action to then look at redesigning our program, our course sequence, you know, our 11 or so courses that would prepare the leaders for those potential school districts to be ready to step in. And, and we had incredible feedback. We involved the districts also in the exit exams. So as candidates were graduating from our program, we invited district leaders, principals, superintendents, directors of HR to be a part of these exit interviews so they could see who are the candidates that could potentially work in their districts? And it was fantastic to be able to see the fruits of our labor, if you will, as a part of these partnerships was that we articulated our program in a stronger sense to be able to develop leaders that had equity in mind. Equity may have been a phrase or a word that was used at some point in their preparation before, but now it's what drove the decisions that they made, the way that they looked at things and the conversations and the questions that they would ask. Working with districts to allow candidates access to this type of data and information is critical because, as David said, it enhances the field experience tremendously. Being a principal is more than just numbers and theories. There is a strong emotional part of the job as well, a strong set of soft skills that requires a candidate's personable and emotional capability to be taken into consideration as they conduct their day-to-day job. There are many aspects to a leader that we need to understand to support rather than say the face value of a principal is they have to run the operations of the school. They have to make sure that the schools opens up at 6.30 and that the students are, are safe. And those are important things. They're operational things, they're administrative things. But then there's also, what does coaching look like? How do teachers and principals work together to understand looking at 
data and looking at instructional practice. Instructional leadership was a key thing that came up from our conversations. So I think that a lot of those conversations came about that is, here's what we need in the schools, here's potentially who the, the dispositions or the, the skills and the knowledge that a leader should have. Now, how do you make that happen? How do you create those systems of support along the way within the district and in the partnership with the university to prepare them? We prepare them, now there's gotta be a place for them to go. Circling back to the menu that Doug mentioned earlier is a customized approach for candidates' fieldwork based on their experience, since often candidates have different levels of experience. Now, candidates no longer have to go through the exact same fieldwork, but can differentiate as needed. So we actually came up with a menu of items and said, we want you to do five out of these, and you select the five that really fits with the needs of your school in your particular context. Then, you know, we evolved even further. We have this menu, but here's also one where let's work with your university supervisor, your principal, and the candidate and say, is there something that you want to customize as long as it meets kind of these criteria? Does it create the emotional experience? Are you leading rather than just participating? And so that's kind of how we really thought about it, really that customization and What we saw come out of it was just phenomenal. In addition to what David mentioned regarding field experience, is a hot seat experience for candidates to simulations as well as real-life clinical experiences to expose them to real-life scenarios that principals find themselves in and can apply the equity lens to these scenarios. Alejandro explains this more. Now, with this look at equity, we developed an equity-driven reflection, right, where the candidate then has to do a self-reflection about what did they experience, what could have facilitated their resolution of the issues, identify those issues, and then how were their decisions equitable? Who did they serve? Who benefited? Who did not? What could they have done differently? And what skill did they apply in their thinking? What lens did they put in terms of responding to the scenarios that they felt was beneficial and was addressed? Creating a highly customizable prep program that equips candidates for the district's needs is not something that happens overnight, nor is it a one-size-fits-all approach. It requires ongoing dialogue and partnership between universities and districts, and a recognition that the two can work together hand-in-hand to create an experience for candidates that is effective and impactful. David shares more about how the triad partnership between the candidate, university supervisor, and district supervisor can look. The first thing the university supervisor does after meeting the candidates is to set up a triad with the candidate, the principal. We actually go to the school, we sit down, we talk about the program with the principal. It's really a way to that the principal understands what the candidate needs to do, what the candidate is going to be doing, and there's agreement on the goals. So you set up kind of like a, you know, here are the things I'm working on and I need to do projects at the school. I need to lead this or I need to lead that. And I'm going to give you a kind of a personal example of one. Once we understood what an equity driven leader needed to do, we came up with what we call an equity index. And our equity index really defines the responsibilities and dispositions of an equity-driven leader. 
we actually have the student do kind of a pre-assessment of here's where I think I am on this equity index and here are areas where I'm just not there yet. We actually bring that to the first triad meeting with the principal and the candidate there and we talk about it and we talk about the goals and the experiences that the candidate will need to engage in in order to make some growth on, on this equity index. Taking the extra steps to open up these collaborative conversations may sound like a big undertaking, and it is. But it's one that the schools and districts who have gone through the program have seen much fruit from. In closing, David shares his words of advice for prep programs considering undergoing a program redesign. Find your districts who want to partner with you and give them the compelling reasons why that is in their benefit to partner with you as a principal prep program. The benefit for both, for the principal prep program and the district, is that you're now agreeing what you need to do as a program, what the district needs to do, and the priorities of the type of leaders needed for a particular district. What we've learned is that, you know, district over here and district over here may have very different needs of the kind of leaders that need to come out of their program. And so that has been so beneficial and the districts who have done that have really made progress on carefully thinking through any redesign, coursework changes, fieldwork changes, assessment, tracking. As we've mentioned, the most optimal experience for everyone involved, from the candidates themselves to the university partners and the district partners, and ultimately to the students in the schools, is to tear down the silos and recognize that everyone benefits when we work together. I think we have to realize and recognize that our districts have a lot to say about who they're looking for. We also say, you know, based on our philosophy and our beliefs about what needs to happen, we have a say in this as well. It's a partnership. It's not just saying, you know, the university prepares people and you can choose them or not, or the district simply saying, you know, this is what we demand of you. It's a negotiation. It's a partnership. There are experiences we want to plan for people. There are learnings we want to have with them. And as we engage our partners and then we reflect on the programs we design, are they meeting the needs in the community? Are they meeting the needs in the community today versus the needs in the community 10 years ago? And are we as faculty connected in schools? And we run the risk of being increasingly disconnected and forgetting what it was like to lead a school, forgetting what it was like to be the superintendent or the deputy superintendent or director, manager, principal. So are we connecting with folks and saying, you know, this is today what leaders are doing. Thanks for joining us for this series on the University Principal Preparation Initiative. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably someone who cares deeply about the future of education. So if you're interested in learning more about the work that the Wallace Foundation is doing to improve school leadership, you can visit our website at www.wallacefoundation.org and click on the Knowledge Center tab, where you'll find more resources about school leadership. We hope you'll join us again next time.